What's up, Dunwoody? We've got a lot of positive feedback from the last four episodes. Uh, they were with the two candidates running for mayor. I had met Lynn and Terry a few times in the past, but it was really nice to get to know them a little bit better. Hope you enjoyed those. Um, I've said this many times in the last few weeks, but this election is such an important one. Lynn and Terry have both left their at-large seats open, making that big run for the mayor's spot. There are now two vacant council seats, and the whole city is voting. This will be our only real opportunity to mix things up on council for quite some time. Two years from now, if you cast a ballot for the local election, you'll get to vote only for your district. These are at-large positions, and they're on the table, and all of Dunwoody can vote for them. So just do a little bit of work and get to know the candidates. We'll help make it easy for you. Just keep listening to the show. Today's episode is with District 1 candidate Stacy Harris. Stacy is running against Robert Miller for District 1. The other council race is Hayward versus Joe for District 2, and you'll get to hear from Joe on the next episode. My name is Matt Weber. I'm the Dunwoody Realtor Dude. If you're looking at selling your home in a couple years, hit me up. I'd love to help you set up a game plan. I'm an excellent handholder, and I'd love to help you feel confident leading up to one of the largest transactions of your life. My co-host and business partner's name is Justin Dyke. Justin is founder of PoolDues.com and the guy from most of the videos on our website. He posted a couple videos this weekend that were just hilarious. Somebody had walked down Ashford Dunwoody with a can of purple spray paint and tagged purple penises on every sign that he could find. Most people didn't realize these markings were indeed penis pictures until you saw one particular deface sign. It was at a uh, Marta bus stop and depicted the strong arm John Foy with a Hitler mustache holding a large purple wang in his hand. Something had to be done, so Justin teamed up with our friends at Hydrodynamic to pressure wash off some purple penises. Justin took it upon himself to clean up the city, and the large purple dongs are gone, and order has been restored to Dunwoody. Somehow, throughout all of our strange exploits, we continue to have one special sponsor. Dr. Brett Friedman with Village Orthodontics does a great job straightening teeth, but he also agrees that purple members don't belong in our street signs. Uh, here's our conversation with Stacy. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Yeah, all right. We're here with Stacy Harris. You're running for an at-large position for city council. What is it, District 1? It is District 1, but it's the at-large. Um, I am running for the seat vacated by Terry Nall, who's running for mayor. There we go. District 1, I know the least about, I feel like. I, I've heard a lot of good things about you, but I don't really know much about you, so... Do you want to tell all of our sure. listeners all so, about your history with the Dunwoody? Sure, absolutely. So my dad was in the Air Force, so I moved around a lot as a child. Um, I went to three different elementary schools, two different junior highs, managed just one high school. Um, we moved to Dunwoody in 2004, and so this is actually the longest I've ever lived in one place. Wow. So when you're a military, when, you're, when your dad's in the military, you do move around amount. Um, fun fact about my husband and I, both of our dads were in the Air Force. We were actually born in the same hospital in Minot, North Dakota, two and a half years apart. Wow. I was about to say, if it was the same week, that's really creepy. No, How long did it take you to put that together? Um, the first date, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah. Just because, oh, where are you from? Blah, 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 blah. And um, yeah. And, and then our parents have since talked and they overlapped by about six weeks. Yeah. Um, and then his dad actually left the um, Air Force, but my dad stayed in for 20 years. Ooh, long time. Yeah. yeah. Where's the coolest place you lived? <laughs> Where's your favorite place? Um, you can say Dunwoody, I guess, but it's your second favorite place. Now, I'm a mountain girl, so I would have to go with um, Spokane, Washington. Was And then when he retired out of Spokane, Washington, and we moved down to Moscow, Idaho, 
and he worked for Washington State University. So definitely was the Pacific Northwest. Okay. Um, Idaho. I wasn't expecting that one, were you? Wow. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I get that a lot down here that, wow, you're the first person I've ever met from Idaho. Yes. Um, I, 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 I am. Um, proud from Idaho. Yeah. Moscow High School, class of 88. Nice, nice. Some great cornbread recipes or something like that. I don't know. No, that, no, that would be the. It's actually the gem state, but they're. It's the famous potatoes. So uh, when, so when, when Pam Talmadge gets the Idaho potato truck and the Fourth of July parade, love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's where you need to put the the Stacey Harris for. <laughs> you know what they do? They need they, the Idaho potato truck does need a Stacey you get Harris on top for Dunwoody. Yes, exactly. That's funny. Did you notice I was the one that shouted at you during when you were rounding the corner coming into the village? I said, that's our next city councilwoman. By that, that yeah, okay, cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you were like, huh? What? <laughs> he was also throwing gobstoppers at you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to spill a lot of gobstoppers right in front of the marching band just to see if it would lead to catastrophe. <laughs> but yeah. And did you do that? No. no. Matt wouldn't let me. Okay. You have to keep him in check. Okay. That's what we do on the show. <laughs> I'm in charge of the editing. I'm in charge of the, the final answer with spilling gobstoppers across Might the... Might not have been the best decision. Yeah. Matt, okay. can I please? So you were doing a lot of door knocking recently. How was that? Five hours worth or so in the heat? Uh, so I did five hours yesterday, about the same on Saturday. Um, it is. It's, it's hot, but it's entertaining because it's kind of like the box of chocolates, right? You never know what you're going to get. So are you going to get the elderly couple who wants to tell you all about living in Dunwoody for the past 40 years. But won't remember your name when but it comes time to vote. Well, we're going to hope that they remember my name. Or are you going to get the you know young couple who just moved in who have a lot of great ideas and want to see Dunwoody going? Are you going to get the chef-driven you know, restaurants, chef -driven restaurants yeah. the rooftop bar? Or are you going to get the four-year-old who answers the door and looks at you and you're like, can you go get your mom or dad? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, yes. And then they continue standing there. So, and then, you know, and then there's the dogs. Like, you just never know what kind of dog you're going to get. The yappers, the lickers, the jumpers. Like, it's just, it's a box of chocolates. You never know what yeah, you're yeah. going to get. What's the rudest thing you've seen on someone's door? Because I got a pretty rude one. It says, do not knock. <laughs> it just says like. Do people still knock? Uh, most of them don't. You know what? I um, I have never seen something rude on somebody's door. I mean, the no solicitors, but that's oh, that, fairly commonplace. That's not rude. That's I didn't realize how many people were on my doorstep all the time. I got a ring doorbell like two weeks ago, and it's almost every day. Somebody's knocking on the door. So the ring, when you when you go to ring the doorbell, you have to realize that you're on camera. So you're like, have to stand there and be all friendly. Like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> do your hair. Like, you get yeah. my hair. Make it a joke. Go up to the, you know, up to the screen. Oh, kinda oh I didn't think about that in. one either. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or hold your sign up. Cause they, everybody always watches those oh, videos. Oh, that's true. I should hold my sign up so they know. Yeah. yeah that's a good go. call. You okay. should act like you're frozen. And then they'll be like, what? What's wrong with my ring? And so I like froze up. They're like, just it kidding. It actually would be really funny. Just walk up with your sign and then say like, don't forget it or something. Or take a screenshot. Is, oh yeah, especially if they're like not home and yeah. Because whenever oh, there's yeah. a funny one. I think going to be some great ideas. Put your there button you up there. <laughs> just start talking and then just, like. Oh, is, um, like I asked, we don't have a ring. Can you hear the audio? I, uh, yeah, yeah. And in fact, that. I can talk back to you too, if you're on the doorstep. But you can hear it when someone, if, if they never pick up and they're just, they're recording it. It's right? recording can, the whole time. Yeah, yeah, and they've got the audio too. Mm -hmm. Oh, you can just pitch them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Done. That's, wow. Wow, that got a lot easier. All right. We that can. did get a lot easier. <laughs> a lot more entertaining too. Yeah. <laughs> so is it, is it like... You could do something really funny and yeah, memorable Yeah, and too. the people remember. Can you juggle? No, I can't juggle. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> juggle 500 homes. I, <laughs> I, I was a gymnast. I was not a ball player. I do not have eye-hand coordination. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what if you could do like a... Oh, a do a cartwheel. Yeah, cartwheel, yeah. Oh. Hold your sign up and then do a cartwheel, cartwheel walking away. Ooh, there you go. Some sign spinning tricks would look cool too. 
Yeah. That would be the eye hang coordination. That, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> stick with the cartwheels. Well, stick with the cartwheel. But yeah, the cartwheel I can do. You're at the J, right? At I do. The, I run the gymnastics center at the Jewish Community Center. Okay. Or the gymnastics program at the Jewish Community Center here in, Atlanta, in Dunwoody. In Dunwoody. Yeah. We have about 300 girls, in the, 300 kids in the program from preschool all the way through our team kids. And we actually have an adult class too. So if there's any adults out there that want to learn how to do a cartwheel, we do have an adult class. You were just asking about that. Matt keeps talking about doing cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> the same exact joke. <laughs> but I want to go back to the door knocking real fast. Is it like shooting the hooch where you get dropped off in a, in a location and then you just start walking and then eventually you're like, to your husband, call, you know, like... All right, I'm, I'm here. Come pick me up. Get me back to my car. Or... So I did it by myself yesterday. So I just parked and I walked down one side of the street and then turned around and walked back up the other side of the street to my car. And then I um, had signs in my car. So where I was able to play signs that I went and did that. And then I kind of moved to the next section of a street. Oh, that's right. Because you're not carrying your signs, are no. you? Oh, you should have like a little trolley that you could go along. Like my little, my my kids' red wagon left yeah. over. Yeah. It, would, it would look kind of sad too. Throw some know, Girl like, Scout cookies in there. People yeah. would come to their door. <laughs> That's what I need. I need I need my name tag, a sign, and Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Done. It's a lot more to carry though. It's a lot more to carry, and it was hot yesterday, and those thin mints would not have been pretty. It is a sweaty mess when people yeah. come to the door. Yeah. Just yeah. carry dollar bills. Just, I'll give you one dollar if you vote for me. <laughs> no, that would be bribery. That would not be good. That would be buying votes. Can you do that though? I don't think so. I think I, sounds like you should. There's got to be something illegal with that. I don't know. I feel like you probably could. Uh, I'm just. Well, we there's only it. like how many voters? We won't try it. Forty thousand registered voters. Yeah, but how many people actually vote? Wasn't it like five thousand so, or something? Somewhere, oh. somewhere between five and eight. You have five thousand dollars. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> A dollar a vote. Right, right. But then how do you distribute that? Like, yeah. how do you go and, and find I'd every take your person? dollar and might not and vote might for not you, vote. Yeah. or just not vote at all. Right. The dollar says vote for Stacy on it, and then it'll just circulate around town. Oh, now, that's not a bad idea That's either. a really yeah. good idea. Yeah. Wow. All right. Now, wait. Is, so there's 40,000 registered voters in Dunwoody? That doesn't sound... That sounds too high. Or is, no. That sounds too, way that's too high. That's too high, because that's our population. Yeah, our population yeah. is more like 50, 50. right? Yeah. So I, then... And that includes kids. Right. So, so I think there's 44,000 in the city population so your job is just to get as many as you can yes exactly right have you um have you touched on any of the the village overlay stuff with your campaign is that a is something that you're in so, your radar do you oh, even care yeah. much about or well especially since you know i'm walking distance to the village and it's in my district and it's a hot button topic for everyone what are we going to do how are we going to do it is the city going to pay for it? Are we going to work with the property owners? Because everybody needs to remember, and this is what I tell people, the city doesn't own a single piece of property in the village. Right. So it's a matter of you know, having the prop- working with the property owners and saying, you know, we want to do this, can you do this, um, that sort of thing, versus going in the city, going in and you know, spending millions of dollars to redo it. With your guns blazing at City exactly. Hall saying, you have to do something. Well, they can't do anything about right. it. And- uh, it seems like they've already done pretty much everything they can, which is loosen up the the code restrictions and everything like that. The code is loosened up. Hopefully, that will um, facilitate some development. I know some res- some restaurants are thinking of going in and kind of doing a core restaurant thing in the um, around the courtyard. And so then, what the city could do is, you know, make a street through. I mean, it would be a private street, but you can kind of f- facilitate that so you have it more walkable, more connectable versus just a ginormous parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I think that's pretty much it at this point. Throw in a little bit of green space, you know, like right in front of Dunway Tavern, there's actually a nice, maybe what, 12 foot area. If they put a little bit more there, throw in some artificial grass or something, then you've got this like really neat kind of area and make it so kids can't just run right out into the well, parking lot. Well, and then lot. you have like, what could you put 
you know, probably not grass or green space, but you have that huge tree in front of fresh market. Mm-hmm. What if you, you know, maneuvered some, took out some parking lot and put in, again, a little bit more of a streetscape, benches. So, I mean, that's a beautiful shady spot. And then you have the green space in front of Marlowe's Tavern too. Yeah. You know, what could you do there? Yeah. And so that, the guy at the um, the planning meeting mentioned, I don't even remember what he was, a developer of right. some kind, the guy that was up on most of the time, he was mentioning that what we should do is ask them to put 10% of their space aside for green space. Yeah. So it's just like outside dining area or something like that. Exactly. And I thought that was a good point. It's a good point. It's not hard for them to do because it's not taking away, you know, profitable space from them. It's just is simply adding to it. Right, right. Yeah, ten percent is not going to really affect the parking over there. There's always ten, and you know you can even park in the back at the uh, Thumbing Tavern. There's tons of spaces back there. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? Walked in the back? I I have actually never done that. It's cool. Yeah, you feel like you're horrible. You feel like you're because all their air conditioning units are back there because you know they don't have the flat roofs. But they do have a back deck over there too, and they behind Dumbarton Tavern. They do. I did not know that. Well, that's that was part of like when they outlawed smoking in there. Uh, They're like, we'll make it. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So you can park back there, and then you know when you're leaving the bar, you actually end up kind of going out by the car wash, and then you're just practically home, right? Practically home. Practically home. So what, what are your main like running points? What are you really stressing for this? Um, village, a lot of people talk about the village. Schools is a big thing. Schools is a big thing. One thing, you know, I will advocate for the schools as much as we can. If there's something that we can do to elicit a positive change in our city schools, and our they're not city schools, unfortunately, in our the schools in Dunwoody, I will do it. One thing that I really want to do is the city is building um, those new fields over in, in Brook Run. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys know that there are eight teams in the spring from Dunaway High School that share one field? Boys and girls lacrosse, mm-hmm. boys and girls soccer, varsity and JV. They wow. share they share one field. So what I want to do is make give those Dunaway High School teams priority access to the Brook Run fields right after school because the recreational programming that the city will run isn't going to happen right after school. So you could give yeah we start like six exactly six. exactly. So you could give priority access to those high school teams so that maybe the lacrosse teams have an actual chance of practicing because you know that one field at the high school is also grass so if it rains nobody practices okay and we're we play at the chiefs which are yes. going to be there at and he has said that the city knows i mean the city made it clear to him that there will be you know girls yes. lacrosse was the big one that exactly well, exactly. They got screwed a couple times last year. You know, my son plays varsity soccer. You know, sometimes they would only be able to practice once a week. And yeah. then you wonder why they're not competitive against in our division. Well, it's oh, because man. they don't have any practice time. Practice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that is one thing that, that the city can actually tangibly do to help out the schools. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and they're paying for them, too. So. Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, then exactly. So um, other than that, advocate, 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 you know, lobby what can we do better like how can we manage it better how can we i mean like i heard somebody say like trying to improve DeKalb county school system is like trying to turn a tanker well you can eventually turn a tanker if you get enough tugboats all pulling in the same direction a lot of the moms blocking it and pushing it to the side (laughs) so you know i will just say i'm willing to captain one of those tugboats and do whatever we can to start pulling yeah and and you have kids so you know what it's like i have a a senior at dominey high and then i'm an eighth grade girl oh so you got plenty more years of Dealing with the schools. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and now's so. a good time. Educate Dunwoody's gotten people pumped up about it. That little Facebook and group they started. The, the three moms of Facebook group. And they're doing an amazing job of educating people and shedding light on some issues that people didn't know and bringing more attention and, and really, 
getting the groundswell fired up because it, that's it's going to take that too, as well as you know city officials making the phone calls and lobbying it on behalf of the kids as well. Yeah, and they're young moms too. I mean, and they're young Leah's, moms. She's got kids my kids' age. Yeah. Well, I like that you brought up the the tangible stuff that you can do because there's a lot of dreamy things out there, but you know you got to just work within you know confines of what's actually possible around here. And I was talking to some neighbors on Vermac yesterday, and 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 this is something again that's tangible. You know, those trailers are not pretty to look at, right? Well, we're a tree city USA, so every time the city of Dunway cuts down a tree, it goes in a bank, and they have to replace it somewhere at some point. Well, why don't we plant some trees in the public right away to at least hide the view of the trailers? Mm. I understand that it's like putting lipstick on a pig, but at least the pig is a little bit more attractive, and you might not have to see the pig quite as much. Yeah. Um, again, your kids might not get hit by cars, and right, exactly. So, um, again, something—it's small, but it's something tangible yeah. that the city could do. Yeah, and it would work. I mean, outside of the box, outside of the box stuff like that. Like, let's let's put our brains together and figure it out. I mean, we don't need a. I don't think we need a giant. Let's, for example, like a road project making bike lanes everywhere. I mean, there's certain things that are maybe a little bit too big, cost too much money. We've, you know, I think now people are feeling like, we all right, we've paved all the roads. They look great. Do we need 3.7 million dollars in next year's budget for? Which actually, I think is in the budget for next year for more road stuff. Or do we want to take some of that? And put it to, towards a different project. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my road doesn't need to get paved right now. Maybe it's not the prettiest road, but it's it can wait, you know? The problem is, is that if you wait, then it gets so bad that it actually costs more money to do. Oh, okay. All right. Which is kind of where we were at the beginning, Yeah, right? which is where we were at the beginning. So now if you, if you just pave the... It could use some paving, but it doesn't have to. It's a little bit cheaper and a little bit easier to do versus like... My street was one of the first ones done. It was so bad that when my son was on training wheels, there was a rut that he could get the training wheels caught on it, and then his big wheels would just spin. The rut was so big. Okay, so that I mean, they had to go all the way down to like the dirt to redo yeah. my road, right? So maybe they don't have to do that on your, you, you know, as you see what I'm saying. So yeah, I mean, this is it's ten years in, and we've got everything pretty much solved in the city, and now it's just now it's kind of the fun stuff. I feel it's kind like. of the fun stuff. So it's that's like the, that's, the village. The schools aren't fun. The but. schools. Especially dealing with DeKalb County, but... No, no. But what is fine, I mean, as what I've told people is we have a great foundation. We have a 10-year foundation. I don't really see any big cracks in our foundation. I mean, I think it's a good, solid one. And so what you can do in a good, solid foundation, you can build. And that's the fun stuff. Yeah. So where are we going to go? bringing in the right people, too. Bringing in the right chef-driven restaurants. (laughs) Well, and for that stuff to succeed, we, we have to really lobby the people out there you you need to support Dunwoody you know if you want another brewery then you have to be at the one brewer we have on Saturday and Friday nights and Sunday nights pack it in you know and I was over at Porter on Saturday night and it was half full like seven o'clock you know that's not going to work some some other you know restaurateur coming in is going to go well this is clearly not the place for my next brewery you know now I'm more of a wino so I do support Vino Venue yeah well that what's it called 60 Vines is coming have you heard about that yes I've I've heard about that so one thing that's interesting about those new properties coming over to Perimeter Mall and the out parcels in the parking lot so they're being built according to the new perimeter overlay so I sit on the zoning board of appeals let me stop you there when did that change was that just recently the new overlay a couple years ago okay yeah I didn't know about that yeah um and what yeah. did that say? Was it kind of about it's, the it's, parking area? Yes, about that, what we want the perimeter to build towards. Okay. So as new buildings are built, as 
buildings are refurbished. Like the existing ones can choose to go under the overlay or they, cause it's a whole different zoning system. Um, or they can choose to remain it, but they're still held to some different standards. Okay. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. And it, it's, so these new, it's three new restaurants now. So they're being built under the new overlay. So, you know, right up to the street and they have to have this outdoor dining. Um, so I sit on the zoning board of appeals and they've come in front of us because it's going to be like a zero setback, Mm -hmm. which is a variance from the zoning code, but it's what we want. So this right up on the street. So you can look and then say, well, I'm not really wild about the, what is it? The Buffalo wild wings, right? That restaurant only might be there five years, but that design is what we want in our city. Right. So maybe the next restaurant is a chef-driven restaurant, and they're going to look at the design and say, "Yes, I that's the look of the restaurant I want," versus you know a generic chain thing. So right. so the design is going to be what we want. It might not be the perfect restaurant, but you know it might only be there five years. So that that helps attract attract those kind of businesses and chef different restaurants and blah, 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 that we would prefer. So as long as we have the design and, and the actual building, it's a lot easier to attract them. Yeah, that makes sense. Let a wing place figure it out first. And, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sacrificial we are good at killing off wing places in Dudley. We are, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Well, Wing Factory did that to themselves. They, they, they kind of did, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, another wine bar, though. I mean, that could be. That could do well. I, that would, you know, venue, I'd be there. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's is, all these is, people there. Do you feel like they're doing pretty well, Vino Venue? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. That that does seem to be the go to place for the ladies. Where Rachel and Sasha go whenever they go out. Yeah, that's true. Right. I mean, you get to pick your glass of wine. I've never been there. You haven't? No. Oh, Isn't oh. that like a cart you like you can go up and just get yeah. yourself? Yeah. And you can yeah, like, choose what, what size pour do you want? Do you just want a little tasting pour? Do you want like, oh, this is my favorite one and you get a bigger pour? Okay. And they're, Do they they're, sell beer there? Could I, I have a beer if I went with my wife? <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, I've asked them to be on the show. And, oh, really? Yeah, she hasn't got it back to me. It, I, I like Vino Venue. I honestly don't know because I wouldn't go to Vino Venue to order a beer. Yeah. But And they have people <laughs> there who can help you with what kind of wine and blah, blah, you know, th- you know what kind of grape. And you, know, you get a little bit of education, too. And they do a, they do a wine tasting um, class, classes there as well. Okay. So uh, Pam Talmadge is, do, is hosting a little kickoff party for you and Hayward? She is. It's going to be Saturday, September 21st from 9 to 11. Which will um, have been in the past yeah, by the time Yeah, we're doing like <laughs> a ca- yeah, campaign kickoff. Um, I've known- but you had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Pam, Pam and I have worked together for years. We've known each other for years. Um, when I was on the 4th of July Parade Committee, um, when I was DHA president working with Pam in the city, um, you know, She's kind of like I am. We're just pro Dunwoody. We want to make our community better. Um, and so she's supporting me and my uh, city council. Well, and obviously she's, she's supporting Hayward, too. And you guys have worked together in the past, right? Hayward and I, um, when I was president of DHA, he was a vice president um, for two years. We had a good time, um, worked well together. We're friends. And I'm supporting his campaign, and he's supporting mine. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing to point out is that um, what we need from our city council is them working together, you know. Um, Hayward and I went on live TV um, Sunday morning. Um, That's dangerous with Hayward. <laughs> right. So it was um, It was when Tom Taylor was really trying to push the independent school system. And we went down representing the DHA, you know, explaining why and why we thought it was important. So we've been, you know, working together and working for Dunwoody for many years. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Hayward, Permanent Chamber. Uh, what, do you, what is he? President of that? Or? I don't think he is anymore. He okay. was. He was. Yeah. 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 He's their biggest fan, that's for sure. Yeah. Definitely pro-business here in Dunwoody. Yes. Yes. I think that's what we need. 
Let's talk about parks. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about the fact that the city, once the new Austin is built, that the city will have that old Austin site. And what do we want to do with it? Because the building is going to have to come down. Yeah, why is it still up? I thought for sure that it'd be torn down. Well, you know, there's kids going well, to school there Well, because they're right still now. currently in school there, so oh. it might not have been a good idea to tear it down quite yet. I thought we were going to post this one later, too. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are they still talking about keeping it up? How about that? Um, I think there was a question of whether or not it was worth it to rehab it, because it is an existing building, and could you put enough money to rehab it for a, a different use, or does it just need to be torn down? And I believe that the engineers have said it needs to come down. Yeah. So, so having said that, we're going to have what 12 acres of park space in Dunwoody or city property in Dunwoody and what do we want to do with it? What do you, what do you think should be done? Sproul Center moving there? Um that's been kicked that around. That has been kicked around, but the Sproul Center is going to remodel now we're in their existing place. Um and I think there was the question of could the Sproul Center move to the, you know, existing Austin site but because it wasn't good enough. So I think that's kind of taken off the table now. Okay. Um, I like it. I think that should be taken off the table. Yeah. Uh, we could be more creative. Let's put it that way. Exactly. So again, more creative. Let's put our heads together. What do we, the citizens of Dunwoody, want to see? I think one thing that might be out there is an indoor recreation center. So you could have senior program, you know, Tuesdays, 10 a.m. bridge, and then you could have evening program for our after school or, you know, something for the families. Um, obviously, that's going to cost money. Where do we get that money from? Um, you know, do we do pay as you go and we have to save up or do we do float some kind of bond where we could do a checklist of this is what we want to put at the old Austin site. This is what we want to put over at Wynwood Hollow Park. This is what we want to put here. Um, and is it time for that again in Dunwoody? But we need to come up with a plan for the old Austin site because otherwise it's just going to sit there empty yeah. um, and look dilapidated, you know, and, and, and it's why would you waste that acres, acreage? I mean, yeah. um, but I let's come up with already be plans for it. No, there is not. Yeah. Th- there is not. And that is um, one thing that I would like to see. Let's, let's get a plan um, because we're going to get the keys to that January 1st. And, you know, whether we raise the building right away and then grade it and throw some grass seed just so we have some green area while we figure it out. But that is going to be, you know, what are we going to do with it? What do people want to see there? And actually, how come we do get the keys to that? Because I would have thought that that would have been property of uh, DeKalb County just because the school is there, right? Um, DeKalb County is renting it back from the city right now. Mm-hmm. So when we when okay. we did the land swap deal, oh, okay. DeKalb County got the site that Austin is being built on. The city has the existing old Austin site, and we own it, and the, um, DeKalb County is renting back from the city right now. Well, that would be a neat little hub for parks because we already have one big park over there. Right. Add a little bit more. But it's also it's a different been, type of it's, park. I would say Dunwoody Nature Center is a very passive park. You know, I mean, they have the Nature Center building, that beautiful new pavilion, but it's, you know. You can't throw a baseball you there. Can't put a, you can't throw a baseball there. You can, you know, walk and see. and Or fly a kite. You cannot fly a kite there. I would definitely not recommend that. You can look at some honeybees there. And actually, my son's Eagle Scout project is at the very back of the park. If you guys have ever gone to the back of Dunwoody Nature Center, there's um, two platforms with like a um, Tarzan rope. In oh. between, and yeah, so you swing back and forth between oh, the two neat. platforms, and then there's two um, wide balance beams that kids can run on, and that was my son's Eagle Scout project. When did that that's happen? Cool. That's back by your house. Yeah, um, that happened a year ago. Oh, yeah, that sounds new. Yeah. Because uh, I've never seen a Tarzan swing back there. Yep, there is a Tarzan swing back there, in back of the park. Um, a splash playground would be good. I, I'm definitely against uh, Dunwoody ever getting into the swim and tennis business because I think that would really take away from 
what our neighborhoods are, you know, known yeah. for. Let's put it that way. Our neighborhoods are known for, and then Dunway Baptist has a pool. The JCC has pools. Um, Three pools, right? You know what? I, you know what I think would be cool though is to have like a citywide swim competition. Like you know, everybody goes down to Georgia Tech for the big one. But wouldn't it be fun to have a have a pool host? Like, all right, Mill Glen, all right, Dunwoody North, all right, Branches, put up your best swimmers and let's go at it and have a city of Dunwoody wide one. I think that would Pam be fun. Pam mentioned the the uh, natatorium. She called it. <clears throat> Remember the Dunwoody natatorium? Maybe they could, if your pool for some reason had to be moved, the city could build a big natatorium and it could be your pool. What is a natatorium Wait, again? Like a big indoor pool. Indoor pool center, swim center. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, that's just it. I mean, uh, our neighborhood pools are known for hanging out, drinking, having a good time outside. Yeah, Yeah, it just, it wouldn't be the same. I mean, there's no way the city would ever allow us to have a keg, for example. That's true. Um, And I, and I would, yeah, that's just it. I, I I feel like if we ever brought in something like Murphy Candler pool, where it's a community pool, then we're going to lose a lot of, um, our neighbors getting together, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's an important thing. And I think actually the that's the the bridge toward community service too. Is like you get on the pool board, and then you're like, oh, you know what, I could. What else can I do? Yeah, right. step it up, right? Right. I know. I was pool person in Mill Glen, and I think been... you more get pulled into other positions. Or... Yeah. 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 yeah, that's what that's what happens. Well, you realize that your life can hold both of those things. You know, like I can do this in the evening times once a month or whatever it is. Yeah. So. Exactly. Exactly. And it's kind of fun like to me public service is fun you're making your community better like why wouldn't you want to do that and actually i'll drop my software in there right now i rarely do this (laughs) but uh pooldues.com and uh so i've got all sorts of neat things built in now for like sign up builders uh so if you want to throw an adult pool party you just hit one button and it sends out uh an email to the neighborhood asking all right who's going to come bring Beer, who's going to bring the jello shots, who's going to whatever it is, or who's going to winterize the pool? Or the, wine. the, or the, wine. the wine's on there too. <laughs> There's a winterize one, and that's what all of our pools are going to have to start doing soon is getting people out there to help them stack chairs or check pipes, insulation. So we did some... it this weekend. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. That's funny because they sent out an email yesterday, I thought, for asking people, did, they, did you that's not do it? Was. You didn't do a good job? Or, oh, you went all right. Okay, I got yeah, you. It was done yesterday. Yeah. So the other thing would be fine. You know, besides the citywide pool competition, would be citywide tennis. Yes. So you have like there's a lot of serious right. Tennis there's players. a lot of serious tennis players, but you you could do like okay, Dunwoody North, you're going to host the C group. You know, Mill Glen, you're going to host the B group, or and you just kind of work together. And you know, because there's alt, it's always city, metro, Atlanta wide. But I don't know. Well, you know, have some little friendly neighborhood competition. Well, Why act- not? Well, with Rock, It'd be fun. when we tried to do Rock the Woody, and we did do it, it, we wanted to have people play tennis on the Friday before leading up to the big party. You know, it would have been like more of a round robin type thing. But yeah, if we if we'd really gotten it together, we could have come up with a uh, you know a bigger thing. I mean, there's an, enough tennis courts in this city that it would be fun to do. Yeah, yeah, we've got some nice tennis courts. Well, now it's looking like Rock the Woody is a four-year thing. <laughs> so, so we got two more years to plan this Olympic style. You know, we have the opening ceremonies, closing ceremonies. <laughs> that was the plan, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and rotate around three pools uh, and then turn it over to a, another three pools or you know, maybe leave one in. Or, so, I mean, There's so much fun stuff that you can do, you know, and just build the community and come up with – you know, fun things. And a lot of community, a lot of cities can't do that. We, right. we are so unique that we have big what, neighborhoods. Yeah. Or in eight or 10 swim tennis clubs, yep. you know, you go to Shambly, they've got uh, two or three, yeah. four, maybe. 
Hunley Hills, I can't think of um, big ones, and then like, a bunch uh, of small ones. Gainsborough? Gainsborough, yeah. Um, but other than that, what are we talking about? Right. We're unique, and we don't want to take away from that. No. Yeah. You yeah. would add to it. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a new neighborhood for that? It's missing a pool. So if people want to know more about you and you know, you got a website, you've got Facebook pages. I do. Why don't you I, tell everybody about them. I do. I have a um, website, stacyfordunwitty.com. Facebook is Stacy Ford Dunwitty. Um, I'm having lots of meets and greets throughout the city. Um, my email address is Stacy number four Dunwitty at hotmail.com. <laughs> um, Ooh, you managed to get a Hotmail address. I did huh? Hotmail. I know. You know what? I know I'm supposed to have Gmail. You are. I don't like the way it stacks. It just, I just don't. So I'm going old school with Hotmail. It is not AOL. It is Hotmail. Why am I calling you I out just, on this? I just, I know. Why are you calling me out <laughs> yeah. on this? I just kind of did what was easy and what I knew. Well, during campaign season, you got to go with the Stacy for Stacy for domain Hotmail.com. Um, but also just, you know, I'm going to have some meet and greets around the city. Um, just reach out to me if you have questions. Um, you know, hey, I heard this. You know, I want to know more about your position on that. Um, I'm always happy to talk to you. Cool. Talk to anyone. Yeah. Well, it was nice to get to know you. Thanks for meeting with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thank you.